Hey, it's Eric Hulkern. Welcome to Support Local, a podcast brought to you by the MEDC and Pure Michigan, because now more than ever, businesses in Pure Michigan need our support. And this podcast goes in to explore the ways in which we can support local businesses, build up local communities, and make Pure Michigan stronger than ever. In this episode, we talk to Michelle Wildman from the MEDC and Gina Thornson from Stormy Cromer about what you can do to support local. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And as I said, my guests on the podcast today, Gina and Michelle, welcome, ladies. How are you guys? Doing great. How about yourself? I am amazing. Thank you for asking. So we're we're here, obviously, to talk about support local. We are in the holiday season is in full gear at this point. And I want to talk about the importance of every year, but specifically this year to get out and support businesses in your local community. And I want to start with you, Gina. Obviously, Stormy Cromer is an iconic brand, not only in the state of Michigan, but nationally and globally. But I want your perspective on why shopping local this year in particular is near dire for some of these Michigan businesses that need that help. Sure. You know, it, as a as a brand, we have the great fortune of working with so many small local businesses throughout the state. And as you said, throughout the country here in Michigan, we have about 200 dealers that sell our products. And the vast majority of them are small, independent, locally owned retail shops, you know, from from clothing stores to sporting goods stores to menswear, you know, everything in between. Um, and it's been a rough, you know, we talked to a lot of them, you know, throughout the year and, and as we work with them and you know, with so many of them having having to be closed for, you know, how many weeks and how long this year and um, and then having all the restrictions that they've had, it's just not been a normal season for them with traffic coming in and shoppers coming in and people being, you know, worried about coming into shop and people really um, going more towards the online shopping. It's just so important that we remember these, you know, mom and pop and, you know, main street type businesses that are so critical to our our communities throughout Michigan, you know, they're the folks that are sponsoring little leagues and, um, you know, being there for their community when, when they, when it's needed, when the call comes. So, um, and, and so many of them are multi-generation and, you know, been in these communities for years and years and years and, and been really staples there. And, and we just need to show our support so that they can continue to thrive and continue to help our communities thrive. And Michelle, to you, I want to talk a little bit about what happens when somebody goes and spends a dollar in a local community versus, let's say, a national brand, uh, about where that that money goes and what it helps support and why that that sort of feedback loop is something that we need to pay more attention to in a year like this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, what we know is that nearly 1 million employees at more than 100,000 stores get a boost when we choose to shop local. If each one of us uh, took just one out of every 10 purchases and made that at a local Michigan-owned business, our state would experience a $1.2 billion growth. And all of that goes back into our communities. Those stores are, are shopping local restaurants many in many times are procuring from local uh, businesses and farmers, they're spending and reinvesting that money back into our local communities and, um, and supporting communities and growth. And uh, it's just really in critical that um, this shopping season, as um, Gina mentioned, that we are 
are really supporting those local businesses that have supported us and our families for generations. And Michelle, the MEDC is is such a vital, important part of Michigan, not only for what you do for small businesses, but the state as a whole. What has this been like this year and what do you anticipate this season feeling like and looking like as we head into 2021? Yeah, so it's it's been a whirlwind for sure. Um, the MEDC has launched um, 19, might be 20 now, separate uh, relief programs in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, um, really trying to support those communities and small businesses that have really been the cornerstone of our work within community development. Um, encourage, and, and this campaign is a part of that, trying to encourage support of those local businesses that are really uh, the, the lifeblood of our Michigan communities and downtowns. In a year like this, uh, I, let me back up for a second. In a typical year, people will shop and, and they've gotten used to this idea that I'll just, I can shop on the 20th of December and it'll show up on time and everything will be fine. But when the supply chain isn't a straight line. It's now all jaggedy and, and crazy. This idea of shopping local might be a lifesaver if you're that last minute shopper because shipping might be problematic this year. Truth? Yeah, it's, you know, we, um, our business does both e-commerce and also, as I mentioned, you know, providing uh, product to retailers and the, the shipping has been a real struggle for us this year. They're just the delivery times, even even in October and November, the delivery times were much, much longer than, than, you know, they typically would be. Um, shipping carriers were having the volume of last year's peak, you know, in October. And so they're just overwhelmed. And, um, you know, even a business like ours, which, you know, we do provide product all over, but we're still ultimately a small business ourselves. And, and we're even much more nimble than, than some of the very, very big brands. And, and we anticipate shipping product to our local retailers, you know, all the way through December. And um, so, yeah, if when you're, I, in fact, I was working in our shipping department this morning and someone was talking about how like, I never start shopping until three days before Christmas. And I'm like, well, you better, you need to get on it this year. But if you are that kind of shopper, then yes, your local um, department stores and sporting goods stores and outdoor stores and um, you know, toy stores and bookstores, all of those places are, are the kind of places you can run into at the last minute and be sure that you're able to have a gift for your family. So Gina, I want to go back for something that you just said, because one of the things that I love about Stormy Cromer is you are a an iconic brand that is ultimately, like you said, a small business, because you just said that you were in the shipping department this morning and now, right? So can you talk about the culture at Stormy Cromer and kind of the resilience that that type of a culture has in a climate like this? Sure. I, I, I always say our culture is very indicative of sort of the Upper Peninsula culture, right? The whole Sisu kind of spirit where we are, we are resilient. We, you know, we, we survive the weather up here. We don't let anything get us down. We, we just keep working through obstacles and, and, and we're very much a, a problem solving culture. And so, um, when we have a really busy weekend, like we did this weekend, it's all hands on deck. My dad, the CEO, was was uh, making boxes, and I was picking orders, and my sister was helping to ship last night. And so it's a it's a really an all hands on deck kind of attitude, and just whatever it takes to service the customer. And you know, we are a small business, and as we talk about the kinds of small businesses that we're talking about now that are in our local communities, so many of them that I know personally have exactly the same attitude. It's all about customer service. It's all about that personal service and really 
talking with the customer and understanding what they need and being able to provide it to them and working long hours and doing what they need to do to keep their business going. And you can't get that, you know, when you're buying from a, even some of the big boxes or, you know, online, you're not going to get that kind of personal service. And so there's certainly a lot of, I think, crossover between our culture and the culture of our really successful retailers that are in the state that, that really know how to provide a great experience for their customers. Michelle, one of the things that that I think a consumer struggles with this time of year is is they look for this convenience and they may overlook the impact that these small businesses have in their communities. And I want to use Stormy Cromer as an example. We can use Better Made Chips. We can use Verner's. We can use Fago. We can use whatever you want. But all of those companies started as small businesses that developed into iconic brands. Can you talk about what the MEDC sees when these small businesses thrive in these communities and can grow and, and extend their footprint and what impact that has on the communities where they start? Sure. So as I mentioned, the um, when, when we support a locally based business, they're in turn reinvesting uh, the staff that they pay are, are shopping and procuring goods locally. They're purchasing products from local businesses. Um, they're, they're sponsoring our little league teams. Uh, they are the places that we have over generations developed an emotional connection to the, you know, the places that you go in and not only do they know your name, but they know to ask about your father as well, because it might be the ice cream store that he took you to as a kid. And, and so I, what we're trying to encourage is just, uh, you know, to support and give back to those local businesses that have given to us and our families over generations um, to support them during that time. And, you know, and, and I am, a, I understand the need for convenient shopping uh, as a, a working mom of two, but uh, this season choose to buy it. If you're going to buy a gift card, buy it from a local store or a local restaurant. Um, I think there'll be a lot of pent up demand for tourism once we're able to safely uh, safely travel with our family. So maybe it's a, a gift card for your kids and their families to a Michigan tourist destination. There's, there's plenty of beautiful destinations in the state. So really just thinking outside of the box this season and really trying to support those local businesses that really are investing in our economy. Again, um, if, if we've made just one out of every 10 purchases from a local Michigan business, we would see $1.2 billion in growth that would be going back into our local coffers, helping us to keep utilities in our community strong. And what I always say, Michelle, is if you're that type of person who's always looking for that unique and interesting gift, local is the place to start. If everyone's doing the the large, as Gina said, the big box, go to the small box and find the, the unique thing. Can I ask you a question, Michelle? What What is the number one question you guys are getting at the MEDC as we're going through COVID-19? What, what are the things that, that businesses need help with? Are they reaching out to you guys and saying, hey, we need this, or can you help us with that? Uh, I mean, in addition to just plain financial support, um, working capital to keep local businesses that have suffered, for example, restaurants that have that are that are currently closed for indoor dining. In addition to keeping them, um, just the working capital to keep them going, I would say uh, resiliency tools, uh, stores who or restaurants who may need assistance moving to e-commerce platforms. 
uh, technology upgrades that would allow ongoing um, to allow them to continue to grow in an ongoing environment and kind of diversify that um, that revenue stream. From your retail partners, have you what is the the thing that you're hearing day in and day out is as just like the tone of these businesses were as we're in the holiday spirit? Yeah, there's a couple of different things. One, they're they are having some trouble getting product from certain uh, suppliers of theirs because as you mentioned, the supply chain is just crazy right now and and it has things that were delayed back in March have very far reaching, you know, effects in terms of timing and, and availability. So there's some frustration about product. Um, I'm hearing, um, and I'm just hearing some very like that, that their traffic is, is maybe it's just unpredictable. Um, you know, some folks had really busy summers, for instance, um, and up in the UP here, there was kind of record travel happening because people could get in their car and they felt safe to maybe be somewhere outdoors. And so, some, some retailers we're talking to had really great summers. Um, and then maybe, you know, in this time of year, they have their, their traffic or, you know, prior to um, the shopping season starting here now, but they had some slower weeks in early December where the traffic was down. And they just, I think there's just so much unknown and they're not sure what's going to happen. How many people are switching to online shopping and aren't going to be coming in? How can they look at their normal numbers that they typically do on these kinds of days and what is that going to look like in 2020 um i i've sort of anecdotally heard that you know foot traffic on friday black friday was really low um and so i know certainly that's a day for folks that that they're looking now to make up and how do they do that so i, I think it's really just the uncertainty um and we've had some you know different retailers that we've worked with um just helping them out in ways to getting them longer um terms on their invoices and um providing product that maybe, you know, they would normally get from another supplier, but they've switched over to us and we've got things in stock so they can keep their stores stocked. So it's been an interesting year just working with folks too. Um, we even, if you think even to earlier in the year, we had uh, retail partners that were affected in various cities, you know, during some of the protests and things that were happened and they, they had damage to their stores and things like that. So it's really been, it's not just a pandemic that some of these businesses have had to overcome this year. There's been lots and lots of, <laughs> of challenges. And I think as we're in this, what is normally a prime time for their sales, I think the big thing is just uncertainty. Absolutely. So I had a very interesting thing happen yesterday, and I wanted to bring it up to both of you and, and direct this to Michelle, is there's a chocolatier that I frequent very often, and, and they're on the opposite side of the state for me. And they reached out to me and they said, hey, you had expressed some interest in this particular product, but you haven't ordered it yet. I wanted to let you know that, to your point, Gina, about the supply chain, I'm having issues getting this chocolate in. So I wanted to make sure if you wanted to order that you could order right now so I get this order done. And I hung up from that phone call and I went, that that right there is the difference. Michelle, can you talk about customer service and how much of an impact that can make on growing your business as a local business? Because I won't, I literally, from that moment yesterday, on. I won't shop anywhere else because that sort of customer service is sublime. Yeah, there's no, there's no question about it, that, that that's a, a part of it. Um, and, and it's why the local businesses in particular resonate with so many people because they're the, the people that you go in and they remember that the last time you were in their small locally owned bookstore um, that you purchased from an author, they're the places that we frequent and, you know, and often they, they may know multiple members of the same family, you know, and that type of personal approach really resonates with people. And you, and you frankly, you certainly can't get it 
from a large online retailer that that you never see um, and and you you frankly often don't get it from the big box stores um, the the local hardware that you can walk into and they remember because they helped you a year ago uh, when you fixed up your kitchen and you know and pointed you to just the right product and so really that personal approach is, is what we see as um, you know really strengthening those downtown and local businesses and keeps us coming back. My sense for Michiganders and their businesses is they are in for this fight as long as we're all in for this fight. And I want to get your sense about not only Stormy Cromer, but everyone that you work with. What's, what's the temperature of getting through this stronger than we went into this? Yeah, I think, you know, like I mentioned before, so many of the uh, businesses we work closely with are retailers that have been around for 40, 50, even pushing 100 years. And so certainly amongst them, there's this feeling, yeah, we may not have been through a pandemic before, but we've been through some pretty bad, other bad stuff before, you know, in our company history. And there's this sense of we've got through it before we can get through it again. Um, I think, you know, I, I, I think it's harder on our local restaurants than our local retailers, you know, just from my sense and from friends I have. Um, um, restaurants are are struggling. I, you know, I think Michelle said something about buying gift cards to restaurants. I think that is an excellent idea. Um, for, they have certainly been hit the hardest with with me having to be closed and all of that sort of thing. But even still, um, those folks who I know who are, are having a tough time, they're still they believe in their business. They believe strongly in their community. They're there for a reason, and they and they fully expect to come out on the other side and and keep building on the momentum and the dreams and the plans that they had, you know, before 2020 kind of threw us all a curveball. So I, I certainly see a lot of resiliency and determination that we'll, we'll figure out a way to get through this. And Michelle, I'll leave the last thoughts to you as we go through the final month of 2020 into 2021. What is your sense about next year? Put on your Nostradamus hat. Where do you think we'll be if you and I are talking 12 months from now? What, what might this look like? Well, I think we need to continue to assist and support local businesses um, and to, to help with that revenue diversification, continuing to provide incentives and support to help strengthen our Michigan-based businesses, um, helping them move to e-commerce platforms, um, really helping with marketing and technical assistance support. That our technical assistance programs are a big part of what we do within community development and really continuing to offer supports and incentives through those networks so that we can um, regrow uh, and, and build Michigan back more and come back from the pandemic more equitably um, and stronger than before. Michelle? Gina, thank you so much for your time today. If you want to learn more about how you can support your local communities this holiday season, head to michigan.org backslash support local.